About five years ago, the Canadian Institutes of Health Research, CIHR, created the Strategy for Patient-Oriented Research in order to place a targeted focus on involving patients in health research. Now, the CMAJ group is also making a formal commitment to further advancing patient-oriented research. I'm Dr. Kirsten Patrick, Deputy Editor for the Canadian Medical Association Journal. Today, I'm going to be talking about patient-oriented research with my co-authors on an editorial announcing the CMAJ group's endeavor to support it with a dedicated research collection. Joining me from Edmonton are Diane Albain and Mariam Kebe. Diane is an Associate Director with the Alberta Strategy for Patient-Oriented Research Support Unit, and she works at the University of Alberta in Edmonton. Mariam is completing her PhD in the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Alberta. Her research focuses on health behaviors of teens with obesity. Hi, Diana, Mariam. Hello, it's Diane. Hi, it's Mariam. So, Diane, I think that many of our readers aren't sure exactly what patient-oriented research is. Can you explain what it is and the definition that we're adopting for the collection in CMAJ Open? It's actually a pretty simple concept. It's about making patients part of the research team, so they're partners, not just participants or subjects of the study. That would be in typical research. So it's about making health research relevant to the people who probably care the most about the outcome of the research, the patients themselves, the people who are experiencing the disease or illness. So, so with patient-oriented research, patients are integral to all phases of the study, whether it's defining or refining the research question or helping design a study, uh, analyzing the data even, and and getting the word out about the results, which is often quite difficult. So helping get the word out to patients about the results of the study. Uh, and just a note uh, for our collection and CMAJ Open, we'll be adopting the uh, Canadian Institutes for Health Research uh, definition of patient-oriented research which means engaging patients as partners, focusing on their priorities, and ultimately improving clinical outcomes. The CMAJ group is making this formal commitment to advancing patient-oriented research by creating a research collection, as we've mentioned, and we've also alluded to the fact that it's going to be in CMAJ Open. Now, this is all, all started as an idea that you had to have a Canadian patient-oriented research journal, and you approached me to see if the CMAJ group could help you start one. And starting a journal is a really big undertaking and expensive, so we thought that the best way we could begin to make this happen was to house a specific collection in CMAJ Open. So tell me, Mariam, why did you think there was a need for a place for Canadian researchers to publish patient-oriented research? So a couple of years ago, patient-oriented research was a relatively new concept to me, although I can clearly point to the time when I started shifting towards patient-oriented research, and I have to say it's after I'd received the 2017 Strategies for Patient-Oriented Research Studentship to fund my PhD studies at the U of A. So uh, after that, I uh, started immersing myself in this area and not just learning about patient-oriented research, but also applying it to my project specifically. And I came to realize that the literature was quite scattered. There wasn't really one common place to showcase patient-oriented research, so how it was done, what came out of it, 
And of course, I am not alone in this. A lot of us are conducting patient-oriented research. And the only way for us to build on this research approach is to have to be able to document and share it. So that was the thought process behind uh, approaching you, Kirsten, and uh, the rest is history from there. (laughs) Diane, let's tell our listeners about the steering committee that's going to oversee the publication process for this research collection, because I feel pretty excited about it. It's, It's a rigorous undertaking, and we have experts to guide us. Why did we decide to have this expert group in this endeavor, and who is part of it? Well, Miriam and I knew it wasn't, it shouldn't, and it wasn't going to be up to us alone to decide exactly what this was going to be or what, what the collection should look like. And uh, we also knew there were a lot of experts across Canada who could make this, a, you know, great contribution to the vision and, and shaping of the collection, like the, the scope and what the author guidelines were going to be. So the other important thing is we wanted to make sure that we had the patient voice at the table. It is patient-oriented research, so really important to have patients on the steering committee. Uh, And we're really pleased with the expertise um, of the two patient partners, and they're really enthusiastic and and, uh, very well-spoken and really interested in the project. So um, besides the two patient partners on our steering committee, we have researchers from across Canada, and they actually represent most jurisdictions. We tried to pick people uh, from west to east. And uh, they have a real range of research interests as well within the healthcare research. So, And they, too, they're really enthusiastic. And we had no trouble at all recruiting people to our steering committee. Um, I was surprised. I don't know if Miriam was, but I was quite, quite surprised. Because I, I think a lot of people are seeing this as a, a really exciting move forward for, for patient-oriented research. And how do you think Canada's doing when it comes to patient-oriented research? You know, just like with any other emerging strategies, there are bound to be some barriers, but Canada is actually doing great. We've definitely been making progress here. Um, the reality is that this research it has been going on for many years before in Canada. So we have had a lot of very experienced health researchers who have been doing this. And perhaps this was uh, presenting under a different name, such as uh, participatory research or action research. But what really helped to kind of uh, spur the movement forward was when the main federal funding agency for health research, CIHR, um, the Canadian Institutes for Health Research, introduced their strategy for patient-oriented research about seven or eight years ago. So uh, with the clear um, and kind of shared sense of direction that CIHR has provided with this, I definitely believe we're well supported in uh, transforming this, lands- this health research landscape in Canada to be more patient-oriented. Sounds good. So should all health researchers be shifting towards this way of researching, do you think? This is Diane speaking. Well, this is the controversial question for sure. Uh, and there is still a lots of debate, debate about whether patient-oriented research should apply to all health research. And um, a fair bit of pushback, I would say, uh, from from some researchers. But to answer your question, I think from my perspective, I think all health researchers should at least consider the benefit of engaging patients as partners. They should all take the time to ask questions. 
how would a patient perspective add value to my research? Do, do I know what's important to patients who are actually living with the illness or disease I'm studying? You know, why should it be me making all these decisions, me as a researcher? Well, will my research have more meaning if patients are our partners in my research? So again, to answer your question, should all health researchers be shifting towards this way of researching? Yes, but it's really more about shifting their thinking about health research. So remembering who is important in this research, who can help the researchers make it more relevant to patients, what research is going to ultimately improve health outcomes. True, it may be that not all health research needs to engage patients as partners throughout the whole process, but I think a, a researcher has to stop and think before deciding not to engage patients, they need to first answer the question, why shouldn't I? So that's a great way of, of framing it. Is there much evidence to guide researchers who want to do patient-oriented research as to its effectiveness or how best to do it? This is uh, Marianne talking. So the evidence is growing, that's for sure. We are gaining momentum for patient-oriented research. But with that being said, there is still a need to really increase the evidence base that we have for patient-oriented research. For example, to uh, improve our knowledge of the best methods for engaging patients, the uh, best practices for making sure that these patients contribute in a meaningful way. And just to give you a specific example, uh, Diana and I actually had just attended the uh, 2018 Spore Summer Institute. And honestly, like the first word that comes to mind for me to describe it was enriching. You could really sense a change in the way patient-oriented research was approached. Um, it was more about how to do than what to do. And I think avenues like this are great resources for those interested in doing patient-oriented research. I think it's equally important that we start showing how patient-oriented research is changing health research for the better. So we, we really need to start converting the unconverted, so to speak, so the ones who have yet to be convinced, and that the extra efforts required to engage patients can make a real difference to both the quality and the value of their research. Thanks, Mary. My, my understanding is there is some evidence that patients feel good about being involved and researchers enjoy using the method, but perhaps not as much evidence yet about its impact on health outcomes and its impact on our choosing the right kind of outcomes to research. In the article, we talk about the ethical duty researchers have to ground health research in patient perspective. What is this ethical duty? What does it mean exactly? I think it means it's just the right thing to do. It's it's about patients, so it, it's only right that they be central to the work. And it wasn't long ago that we, we, the healthcare community, came to the realization that patients have the right to be part of their own healthcare. So this is what we call patient-centered care, where patients and their families and caregivers are an equal team member of their healthcare team. So patient-oriented research as opposed to patient-centered care. Patient-oriented research is yet another big step, I think, towards this inclusivity, towards including patients, their families, and caregivers. So just as patients have the right to be part of their healthcare team, they also have a right to be part of a research team studying what matters to the patients. 
they have a right to be part of that that research that could improve their their condition and and their their overall quality of life. So when you stop to think about it, it really just makes sense. It makes ethical sense to include the person who matters the most into that research process. After all, they're they're the experts, and we we call this uh, having lived experience. They're, they're the experts on their own lives and their own experiences. That's what they bring to the table that nobody else can bring. Nobody else can bring that perspective. I think we're recently starting to realize the expertise that comes with lived experience. Exactly. What's your hope for the future of this um, patient-oriented research collection in CMAJ Open Marion? Uh, this is a very, very exciting question. Um, so by now, we can... I think we can all agree that anyone can do patient-oriented research, you know, whether you're in nursing, in dietetics, in pharmacy, but the key really lies in how it's being done. And for me, this is where this collection comes into play. I, I see it as a go-to place for finding out how to conduct exemplar patient-oriented research and ultimately how to make an impact on healthcare outcomes. Um, and really, I, I hope this collection will become the premier publication for patient-oriented research in Canada and uh, become recognized internationally for being a central repository of high-quality and evidence-based research. Well, I share your hope in that regard, and we'll shortly be putting out a detailed call for submissions to the collection once we have our pool of patient reviewers in place, because I think that's something that we're very keen on having, was that all this patient-oriented research that's going to go in the collection would be reviewed by experts in patient-oriented research, including patients. And to that end, we're building up a robust pool of reviewers. Thanks for joining me today, Diana Merriam. Thank you for having us, Kirsten. Thank you very much. I've been speaking with Diane Albay, Associate Director with the Alberta Strategy for Patient-Oriented Research Support Unit, and Mariam Kebby, PhD candidate in the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Alberta. We co-authored an editorial published in CMAJ. To read the article, visit cmaj.ca. If you are interested in submitting research to the collection, instructions for submission and for peer reviewers will soon be available at cmajopen.ca. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, we encourage you to subscribe to CMAJ Podcasts in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. While you're there, we invite you to listen to our many past episodes and leave us a review. I'm Dr. Kirsten Patrick, Deputy Editor for CMAJ. Thank you for listening. Thank you.